Hello, my dear listeners. This is TJ Murphy, and welcome to another episode of Adventurous Entrepreneurs. My guest today is Shannon Rick. Shannon is the founder of Fearless, Fabulous, and Over 40, a travel company curating transformational adventures for women 40 and over. Shannon noticed while traveling that often as women get older, they want to travel, but many don't have anyone to go with. They may be single, they may have a partner who loves them, but doesn't want to travel or goes, but obviously isn't into the same things and wants to do the same activities that they want to do. And it takes a lot of work getting friends together to go on a ladies trip. So she wanted to give these ladies a way to explore, have fun, make connections and reconnect with themselves. And out of this desire, Fearless, Fabulous and Over 40 Adventures was born. Just a few of the golden takeaways Shannon shares in this episode are tips on how to create more adventure in your life, how to build a community of a thousand true fans, and tips for creating an environment that leads to transformation. So without further ado, this is me and Shannon Rick. Welcome to the Adventurous Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Murphy. Since quitting my corporate nine to five and starting a business while backpacking through Asia back in early 2017, I've had the privilege of learning from some incredibly adventurous entrepreneurs. Through these conversations and my own journey, I've learned that much like in life, entrepreneurship is an adventure. On this podcast, I explore the journeys of top performing leaders in their fields. These wide ranging conversations include tactical business advice, how I built this insights, lessons in leadership, life hacks, travel stories, favorite hobbies, and insights into living a purposeful and joy-filled life. Adventures await us, so let's dive in. Hey, Shannon. Welcome to Adventurous Entrepreneurs. Hi, TJ. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, it's great to finally connect. As I was planning for this interview, I got really excited to finally talk to you because I love what you're doing at Fearless, Fabulous, and Over 40. Traveling is one of my favorite things in the whole wide world, and you have made a business out of empowering women through travel and adventure, and that gets me excited. So I'm really looking forward to diving into that, but let's uh, kind of paint a picture here and, and give people a little more lay of the land. I'd like to start with a bit of background on the journey and you know, really just tell us a little bit about your story leading to you becoming the adventurous entrepreneur you are today. Well, it actually started in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I took my mother on a Mother's Day trip. And while we were there, staying in this little bed and breakfast, um, this lady kept coming up to us every day at breakfast. And she was there with her husband. She was a little, about, probably about 70. She was a little older than me, but just the sweetest thing. Her name was Rhett. And every day, Rhett would say, what are y'all doing today? <laughs> oh, I wish I had somebody like you to travel with. And I told my mom, I was like, you know, I hear that all the time. Like every time I go somewhere, it's like, I wonder if I can make a business out of it. And I thought about it. I thought about it so hard that I missed my turn driving home from Savannah and drove all the way back to Savannah. So I put six hours extra onto my drive. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But it, you know, it's worked out really well. And then I, as I really got into researching it, I was like, you know, I don't want to just travel with women. I want them to get something out of it and, and bring something home that's going to help them in their life. And um, I have a friend who's a therapist 
And she's also a master's level um, Reiki healer. She does breath work. She's an instructor on a national level for breath work. And she said, you know what? I think it can help you with that. And so she joined in and she's doing breath work and meditation for my ladies. And honestly, I didn't know anything about it. But after watching on several retreats, how it affected these women and how it impacted them, I went back and I learned to do it as well. So I got certified in both as well to, to keep it up. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So tell me more, like, what are, what are these trips like? How, how do people find you and, and what does it look like from the moment you kind of have that first conversation to booking this trip and then ultimately guiding them down this amazing adventure? So there's all kinds of ways to contact me. I do have an Instagram. Um, I have, I'm on Facebook, of course, which is where most people find me. Um, I have a business page and I also have a group, a private group, and it's Fearless, Fabulous, and Over 40 Adventures Group for Women. And that is where we post daily, like daily there's stuff going on in there. And I put all my retreats in there. I also put them on Instagram. I also put them on our business page and my website, which is www.ffover40.com. And um, the retreats, it really depends. They are all very different to, you know, meet the needs of all kinds of different people. So my next one coming up, we're going on February 22nd, and we are going to Punta Cana for a week. Ooh, very cool. Yeah, it, it'll be nice. We're actually staying at a resort there. And we have lots of fun activities. You know, we're going to have an hour and a half massage on the beach. We've rented the, the like, double-decker um canopy things that you can hang out in we are going four-wheeling i've rented a boat every day so we're, we're doing a lot of activities and with that we are also going to be doing our breath work going to be doing our meditation and these ladies build real relationships and that's what's really cool to see um in fact just yesterday a lady who had been on a couple of my retreats was visiting a friend of hers in florida and was like hey can i come by and see you I would love to see you. She just dropped by. We hung out for a little while. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and that happens. But they, you know, they plan trips without me after they become yep. friends. It's a really cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'd imagine there's some transformations that that take place for the women attending these. I mean, you just mentioned that real relationships are formed, people keep in touch, and, and probably some lifelong friendships are formed as well. But are yeah. there any any like stories or you know, you don't have to like name any names, of course, but transformations that you've seen or, or common themes that you see from women who come um, into I, this with no expectations and walk out with, you know, something they may have not expected. My favorite, my favorite thing so far that's happened is um, a young lady um, from London was on one of my retreats and please excuse my doggy. And, um, at the very end, you know, we were sitting around, we were kind of doing our goodbyes, doing our closing. And she told me, she's like, you know, I came into this thinking I'm going to go and have fun and do all the activities and the rest, you know, I was kind of, I'll be part of, but I'm not really going to be part of it. And she busted out crying and she was like, mm -hmm. I don't know how you do it, but I have told these women things that I haven't told people in years. Yeah. It's like, I, it's, it's a safe space and I don't know how you how you get people to talk like this, but you really do. And the answer to that is I give you the opportunity yeah, and a safe space to do it in. And it, it, it's a beautiful thing. Like I'm yeah. honestly it's like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's so important because, you know, in our daily lives, things get busy. Our schedules are full. And especially, I mean, I'm young, but 
I can speak from experience, like watching my older relatives and parents, like that community that you may have had when you were younger does start to fade away, whether people are passing on or are moving away and your circle becomes smaller and smaller. So having those opportunities to open up and share and, and have fun adventures with the people you, you love and care about become harder and harder. So having that opportunity where there's this curated experience full of fun things, but also bringing in mindfulness practices, bringing in breath work and having some, you know, real conversations with people who are kind of in the same you know, path in life or going through similar things. I'd imagine that really gives people some, some freedom to speak up and, and just to have those conversations that they may have been keeping bottled up inside. I love hearing that. It's, it's, a, it's a very cool thing. Oh, and something else that we do on all my trips that really helps loosen the ladies up and that yeah. every single one of them, as they come in, they're like, oh, I just don't know about this. We belly dance. Yes. <laughs> and it is such a great icebreaker because nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> the group, you know, and they end up giggling and having so much fun. And it is the perfect way for them to just tear down the walls and start bonding with each other. So oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> doing things that that make you vulnerable, but then also combining that with being in a new country or a new place and and everything's foreign and and unique and unfamiliar like those are all recipes for some really powerful stuff whether it's just having a good time or some you know major transformation or deep connection like from my experiences traveling over the years it's when i'm in those more uncomfortable situations in totally new environments where i've had some of the deepest connections with people who you know, now are friends to this day. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's good stuff. And I'm curious about the marketing side of things. So a little more technical here, but because I'm a marketer, I'm always curious how successful entrepreneurs have found their sweet spot. And you mentioned, you know, you're on social media, you have a Facebook group and you've built a, a great brand and a clearly defined audience of, you know, adventurous women or, or women seeking adventure, at least, even if they don't you know, self-define as being adventurous in and of themselves, but how are you able to attract and share this opportunity with the right people who ultimately become your clients? Have there been any strategies that have been most effective for you? You know, right now, honestly, I have just really targeted other Facebook groups um, mm. that are within that, that, that demographic market. And Honestly, Facebook has more than Instagram and, and other places just because of the age bracket I'm at. You have to be 40 yeah. or over to go on any of my retreats. Um, and that's that's been my strategy for it. And it's every day. Yeah. You know, I, I don't let off a day. Every day I'm looking, I'm posting something, I'm putting something up. I'm constantly out there. I don't want to say in your face, but you're at least going to see my face. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's building your personal brand, right? And that's, yeah, that's the key. You mentioned the word consistency. Okay. That is the key to building a brand. You have to consistently show up. And, you know, for you, you're that, you're that face of the business. Like, yes, okay. there's the business, but that's you who is the guide taking people through these amazing experiences. So they need to have that real connection and see you and, you know, hear you talking about the experience, building up that excitement. I'm sure hearing from others that have gone through it, who chime in in these groups. And yeah, like you said, Facebook is a great place, especially if you do have an older demographic and right. through Facebook groups, it's a lot easier to find those very niche communities 
that are full of your ideal customers. I mean, we use it for our own prospecting and anybody that has a defined audience like that, chances are there's a Facebook community in a Facebook group with thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people in some cases, depending on the size and uh, you know how popular that particular topic is. And so that's a great place to be. Is there anything that hasn't worked for you? Like, have you tried some things that, that just didn't, didn't pan um, out? You know, I, yes. And, and no, um, I've, I've been real lucky that I kind of, I, I knew somebody that was doing retreats and okay. so she held my hand and, and guided me. So I, I had that little boost from the beginning on kind of knowing what to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we all tried different things. I was, you know, when I first got my group going, I was trying like giveaways and things, you know, just silly things to try to get attention to my group. And it worked, but it's not a long-term strategy, mm -hmm. right? Like the long-term strategy, the people that you really want there and the people that need to see it, it it's going to be more of the consistency. Um, every day I, I post a meme that is just, you know, it's empowering or affirmations or something like that. And to be really honest, TJ, I, I was like, I don't really even know if people notice these every day. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I, you know, I have them scheduled. I, I write them all myself, but I have them scheduled to, to pop up and I didn't do it one day. And I had a phone call at six o'clock in the morning. And this lady was like, are you feeling okay? <laughs> no meme. <laughs> That's right. She goes, they come up at five o'clock every morning and I didn't see it this morning. Oh my God. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's their schedule. <laughs> isn't that, it's just so interesting because, yeah, I hear that time and time again. It's certainly been my experience in growing my personal brand. Is like, even when you think you're not getting traction, you don't know if people are watching. People are always watching. watching. People, people <laughs> see it. Even if you're not getting a ton of engagement, that doesn't mean that your message didn't have impact. It just means, they got distracted or for whatever reason, they just didn't click that like button, but it's that consistency over time. They're seeing that message again and again, they're seeing you providing value and sharing these powerful experiences. And eventually it's going to pique their curiosity and they're going to reach out if they're the ideal, you know, demographic for it, of course. And like you said, there's people that are just there rooting you on. And when you don't post, you know, <laughs> actually genuinely worried about you. Hey, what's going on, Shannon? Are you okay today? That's, that's very cool. It's pretty neat. It was pretty neat. Made me feel pretty good. <laughs> awesome. So this is a podcast, obviously about entrepreneurship, but you know, what, what I've found to be true and, and heard time and time again from people is one of the biggest obstacles that we face is really living a well-rounded life and, and finding that balance between building a business and work and providing a great experience for our clients and our team but then also making time for the things that bring us the most joy with the people that you know, we love and care about the most in life. So what does that look like for you? What does living a well-rounded life look like for Shannon? And you know, do you have any favorite hobbies or, or things that you like to do to unplug and that bring you joy? Well, travel is actually my favorite hobby yeah. as well as no, the me business. Too. <laughs> and, and I love when, I mean, I love going with the ladies, but I also love when I can get away on my own, even if it's just, oh, yeah. you know, uh, sometimes before the retreats, I, I was just telling some people, I love the long layovers. Like if I'm scheduling, I will schedule a really long layover so I can explore a new place by myself. 
Um, when I went to Italy last time to meet up for a retreat, I had 12 hours and I flew into Frankfurt and took a train to Heidelberg and spent the day there. And it was a wonderful, just resetting time for me. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of that, I also have two granddaughters. Okay. So that one of them is four and the other one's five months. And they are, they are definitely my reason for everything, you know, that, that, that family relationship. And you know, I'm, I'm fortunate my mom and dad live close to me. So oh, that's wonderful. All, all of that circles in and, you know, that's what kind of keeps you going because I yeah. also work a day job on top of this. <laughs> so I'm busy all the time. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. And having that family close by and two grandkids to, you know, be there and have great memories and support. But that's what it's all about. And having the business that can help fuel those experiences, I'm sure is very rewarding for you as well. Yes. So do you have any rules or or habits or practices that enable you to create more adventure, both in, you know, your travels or just day-to-day life in general? How do you, you know, keep things fun and, and spice things up? Um, well, I'm always like, I'm always searching things out. I'm always looking what other people are doing. Um, I reach out to people I know in the area. I've been, I've been lucky that I've been fortunate enough to travel before this ever business ever started. So I've made connections in other places and the people that live there have been wonderful in guiding me and giving me ideas as kind of out of the norm of things that people would do when they travel. Um, you know, I keep my groups really small. Like if you travel with me, it's never more is six to 10 people. That's it. I don't go above that because if you do, you're a number, right? And mm-hmm. I, I want those real connections to be made. And because of that, we also get to do things that you just aren't normally doing if you go on like a box tour, you know? Yeah. So just always looking, always researching. And then as far as just keeping my daily life intact, you know, I wake up every morning and the first thing I do is express gratitude. Like mm-hmm. before I even really open my eyes, I lay there head still on the pillow and I, you know, I am so lucky I have this nice warm bed and I am so grateful that I, and I just go on and on, you know, for, yeah. for a while. And I, I meditate every day, even if I can only five, find five minutes that five minutes is going to be spent doing it. And I've noticed when I do it and when I don't do it, way different days (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I I love that so having a gratitude practice I will admit that is something I've fallen out of over the last few months but definitely need to come back to because whether it's you know journaling and and having daily gratitude bullets in there that you do the beginning or at the end of the day or just like you said kind of bathing in gratitude as you're waking up I love that just kind of sitting there it's its own form of meditation to to think about all the things that you're grateful for and that can really set your day up to hit the ground running on a positive note absolutely and the other piece there just the consistency like it it's so easy to say oh i've only got 5 minutes so i'm not going to meditate or i'm not going to work out today but even just doing the 5 minutes of course is better than not doing it and that's what helps you make that more of a sticky habit and as you said the benefit is clear once it is a habit, your body wants that meditation. It wants that exercise. And that's going to help fuel everything else that you're doing. Absolutely. Yes. So part of our focus is looking at entrepreneurship through the lens of being an adventure. You know, and in every great adventure story, there's 
usually a guide or or a mentor who leads the hero down the path toward reaching their ultimate goal. Do you have any mentors or influential people that stand out in your life that have you know really helped shape you into this inspiring, adventurous entrepreneur you are today? Um, you know, I, I have a few. Sorry, my dog's over here again. Um, my mom is one. My mom was really, really young when she had me. And I think she's done a really great job. And I I want to make her proud, you know. So my mom is a, a big big person in my life. Um, as far as really guiding me on this, this walk, Mia Bolden. So Mia I think, I told, yes, I told you that I knew someone that was doing retreats and she does retreats. She's a life coach. She used to own a women's gym. Like she is all about empowering the women. And mm. I'm fortunate enough to have just know her in my life, in my everyday life. And, you know, everything fell in place for this. I got the idea. And then who knows somebody like that? Not very many people just know somebody that's doing something similar. And I did. And when I told her my idea and my niche, she was all over. Like she just, she encourages me all the time. We still meet up for lunch. She checks in on me. Um, She really doesn't live that far, but we are always passing each other traveling. (laughs) So I've, I've been fortunate and that's the reason I really, truly believe this was just meant to be because everything just fell into place for me so easily. Not that there's not a lot of work involved too, there is. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I'm sure there's there's plenty of challenges, which, you know, that's actually a great segue. You know, what are some of the biggest obstacles that, that you've had to overcome or, you know, I'm sure not every trip you plan has has gone perfectly well or, or gotten the amount of people to, to register as you would have hoped? Like, how do you deal with those setbacks? And are there any, you know, kind of routines or, or protocols you follow to you know, kind of reset yourself and, and get back into that place of positivity and, and gratitude? Yeah. So the, the first thing I do is um, when women want to sign up, just because you want to sign up doesn't mean you get to go. Um, I actually do a video call with each and every person that wants to go on one of my retreats. And sometimes they're not going to be the right fit for that retreat. What they're looking for is not going to be what's going to be happening on that retreat. And I let them know. So, you know, mostly, mostly women get it right off the bat, but, but some it's, it's just not the best fit, you know, maybe a different retreat is. Um, so I do that each and every time. Um, I have private groups for the ladies that are going so that they can all meet before they travel together. I ask that they do little videos so they can put names with faces and oh, awesome. I give them all their information there to kind of keep it, keep it going and active. Yeah. I give them everything that they need, their packing list, their weather reports, you name it, it's in that group. Wow. Just to kind of keep things on track. But of course, things don't always go as planned. Yeah. Um, and that's also why I'm there. My, I mean, my goal is that I catch it before they ever notice it. <laughs> and it, it doesn't always work. I've been very, very blessed that the ladies are, they're understanding about most things. They, you know, they, they, these are not women who haven't lived a life. These ladies have lived life and they know life doesn't always go as planned. Oh, especially so, travels. Especially travels. <laughs> Something's bound to go wrong at some point. I've never had anything horrific happen or anything like that. But, you know, sometimes the timing's not right on something and, you know, it throws things off a little bit or 
or whatever. Um, you know, you go to a restaurant and food is a disaster. That has happened. Um, you know, what can you do? Yeah, right? you, gotta you roll just with it. roll on. And I, I live my life that way. <laughs> and like I said, I've been blessed that the ladies. Okay. So, yeah, you know, I mean, things just go wrong. And the women have been incredibly supportive. And I'm, I'm blessed. I am blessed. A long time ago, I went on a, um, a boating tour. And this lady had a boat that her husband had hand built. And they had wow. sailed around the world three times. And the day I was on there, it started raining and it, she only took six people and we were just had the best time anyway. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she said, you know, when I, when I decided to do this, I just asked, I put it up and I said, please always give me the right people at the right time. And I, and it's always happened. And I will say 99.9% of the time I've been fortunate that way as well. Yeah, that's a blessing for sure. And I think a lot of it probably has to do with the type of people that you attract through what you're doing, through your content, through your personality, like attracts like. So that's a great thing. I do want to know though, because having planned many travels and adventures myself, I know how much goes into it. And when you're adding 10 other people's itineraries and all the planning that goes into making sure they have a smooth, fun experience, I'm sure it's a lot to keep track of. What do you, what do you do? Do you have like systems that you use or any, any tips for people that, you know, are working on big projects like that, that require a lot of moving pieces and just how do you keep track of them? I'm a spreadsheet girl. Uh, So I've I've been in HR for 20 plus years. (laughs) So I'm used to keeping track of a lot of things and a lot of people. Um, And I'm a spreadsheet girl, but I write everything down. I have this glorious book right here turn it around here so I can see it and this is my bible (laughs) everywhere with me and every detail that I need no personal information on anybody of course but every detail that I need is in here yeah sometimes you can't be just pen paper (laughs) well you know I what what if I don't have wi-fi what if I so I I just don't trust it I have to have it written down as well fail safe system right there (laughs) absolutely Absolutely. And, you know, I just contract with some really great people and that makes all the difference too. Um, you know, the, the people like the people I use in Italy, I, oh my goodness, my last trip there, it was like a vacation for me too. And that never happens. <laughs> like I'm up early and I'm running and I, I fall out at night. I'm working 16, 17 hour days to make sure everything's perfect for everyone else. Yeah. Uh, but the, you know, the people that I'm connected with over there just made sure that their support of me and my group was so fabulous that it was just seamless. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So as we wrap things up here, I'm curious to hear, I always ask this kind of choose your own adventure question. So in your case, I would like you to, to choose one of your most memorable trips. And of course there, there's many favorites, I'm sure, but if you don't mind picking one and just sharing a little bit about what that experience was like, you know, what was on the itinerary, what were some memorable moments, like best meals, anything that, that was great about it. And, you know, were there any lessons that you learned through that particular trip or, or that others might've taken away from it? Yeah. Um, I will say in October, we went to Italy and we did Southern Italy, the Amalfi coast um, rented a beautiful bed and breakfast. And I, I rent out the whole place when I go 
you know, just so we have, we don't have to worry about other people in our activities. So um, we've got this beautiful place, but what made this trip so very cool is one of the ladies designs, um, I'm sorry, let me back, let me back up. One of the ladies had been on one, um, another retreat of mine, one of my Savannah retreats. And she was so cute. Her husband actually, she's from the Midwest. Her husband actually drove her down there so he could meet me before he left her alone with me. And I knew this, she was like, oh no, that's not what he was doing. That is exactly what he was doing. And I thought it was great. Oh, that's amazing. She, and she wanted to go to Italy. And so she signed up with me. And then she invited a lady that used to be the babysitter for her kids. And that lady invited another lady. And that lady invited another lady. So these four ladies that are all from the same area, but don't necessarily know each other. Like they only know one, one of the other people. Yeah, they're all connected by one. Yeah, yeah. And it was so fabulous that they all connected that way. And we had the best time. Um, also the best meal. We, um, we ate at a Michelin five-star restaurant there. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, one? <laughs> Do you remember which one? I, d- I think it was El Presidente, but I'm not sure that's the name. It's in, it's in Pompeii. So there's not yeah. a ton of them. I think there's only like two. So yeah, we ate, we ate there in Pompeii and our, our guide that was with us all week, his name is uh, Vincenzo and he and his beautiful wife joined us and it was a lovely week, a lovely evening and uh, it, it, perfection. It was absolute perfection. We got to learn a lot of the history of the place and, you know, and I learned about how I was going to schedule, uh, we're doing again, we're doing again in March, the exact same trip. But on that one, it, you know, allowed me to kind of go, well, you know what, this should go first and this should go second mm-hmm. and kind of just tweak things out to make what I thought was perfect even more perfect. <laughs> yeah. Optimize for even more perfection. Um, I did learn that some of the ladies flew through London and none of them like that. <laughs> All of them no. had a real hard time at the London airport. So, yeah. So I kind of tell people, you might not want to fly through London <laughs> when you're coming here up to you, but they all had a bad experience doing that. So, very cool. Italy is like top of my list. Um, my grandma is from Sicily originally, and I've never gotten to travel over to Italy. And I love Italian food. I love. Oh, you must go. You must I go. I love it all. So someday <laughs> I will. I will make my way. But that sounds like an amazing place. So, it really is. As we wrap up here, do you have any? ask challenge or or parting advice for people listening and then i'll i'll kind of ask where people can find you online socials all that kind of stuff and we'll put all that in the show notes yeah i mean i think it just kind of goes back to the the gratitude thing you know i i am just a true believer in manifesting what you want in your life and i don't mean like you think about it and it magically appears I mean, you get that desire and you manifest it in the things start opening for you when you're working for them, when you're really putting in that effort. And, you know, so if there's something you want, go for it because I am 52 years old and I never dreamed that at 49, I was going to start my own company doing something that I love so much. You know, I was thinking, what am I going to do when I retire? Well, mm-hmm. I want to travel when I retire. So you know what? I never have to retire. <laughs> nope. Just keep it going. Yeah. yeah I love that. So you're never too old and you're never too young to, yeah. to start something that you're, you're excited not. and passionate about. 
you, you are definitely not. And if you're looking for a group to travel with, or if you know people that want to travel and they're a lady over 40, I'd be honored if you'd send them my way, at least have them check things out. Every retreat might not be for them, but there's more stuff posted all the time. So, yeah. So where, where, you know, I know we talked about it earlier and you, you shared, but can you share again, all of the, the places where people can connect the Facebook group, your website, and we'll be yeah, sure to so, include that in the show notes for everyone listening. Um, my website is www.ffover40.com. Uh, my Instagram is Fearless Fabulous Over 40. And then on Facebook, you can find me at Fearless Fabulous Over 40 Adventures for Women. Love it. And we'll be sure to put all that in the show notes so people can find you easily. And I just want to say thanks for coming on the show, Shannon. This has been a blast. And you I are- know if you can see that. You'll always see that little pink girl with the with the luggage. Oh, yeah. And she That's is awesome. on all of my sites. So she's pretty recognizable. <laughs> Very cool. That's great branding, by the way. So yeah, this has been a blast. You're the perfect example of what it means to be an adventurous entrepreneur. And I'm looking forward to following your journey and seeing what amazing- adventures are in store for your community next. So thanks again for joining me. It's a pleasure speaking with you and have a wonderful night. You too. To all of our adventurous listeners, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share this on social media or with someone you know will get some value from it. Leaving a review goes a long way in helping people find the show. And I personally appreciate reading them when they come in. So please go drop one if you have the time. We'll see you all next week. And remember, Whether we're talking about business or the things that bring us joy outside of work, life is meant for exploring. So go out there and live it one adventure at a time.